Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with a new Maribel Blue Unfiltered, the reality TV edition. We have a lot to cover on this episode. I really, really want to dedicate it to last week's Married at First Sight because I want to talk about all of the couples, all of the issues that they are experiencing as a couple, and who I believe will stay married after all of these things that are going on. We're going to talk about that and lots more. I just want to welcome everyone to this podcast episode of Maribel Blue Unfiltered. There are times that I will do a video version, but just for time's sake, it's easier for me to do podcasts. I can actually read from my notes. I won't forget certain things. All of these little details that make up a podcast is super duper important. And even though I did a last show on YouTube, I was trying to find ways not to look like I was reading my notes and I put words up there. Yes, I'm reading notes because I mean, look, after all of these shows, sometimes I'm not going to remember all of the important details that I want to bring up. <laughs> so with all that being said, welcome one and all to my show. If you love this show, I would love your support. You can go on anchor.fm forward slash Maribel Blue. And from there, you'll have a choice of three different prices for subscription. Or you can always donate to my Venmo at venmo.com forward slash Maribel Blue. As always, don't forget, you can join my website, Maribel Blue Unfiltered. And you can join the mailing list there. And if you go over to the interview page, you can follow all of my social media. You can buy merchandise set up on Teespring. Many, many ways to get involved. And of course, definitely read my blogs and comment. I love to hear your thoughts on what's going on on all of these shows. So with all that being said, we will be right back after these words. Hello, this is Maribel Blue, and I'm here to talk about Servebox. This is the service which provides innovative products all wrapped up neatly in a box. And of course, with other small details that I include. We have great products in store from adult toys and spa products, and coming soon, spa products for men. As we continue to grow, we will be offering exclusive spa line products where you can buy individually or boxed items. Stay in the know by joining our mailing list at servebox.com. That's S-E-R-V-B-O-X-X.com. Thank you for your support. Welcome one and all to Maribel Blue Unfiltered, the reality TV edition. We have a lot to cover. I mean, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the whole fucking nightmare of The Bachelor last night. And I am still trying to sort out the notes in my own head. So I will not be getting into details about everything that happened 
I will say this. I do not agree with a lot of the things that happen in that show. I think that it has adhered to the cancel culture and people, you have got to get your feelings in order. I mean, it's just like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Maybe people need to see their therapist, but you need to sort shit out for real. You can't get into your feelings about everything. And I'm going to leave it at that. So let's get into it with Married at First Sight. Here we go again. This is what I'm thinking. Just when I thought things couldn't get any worse in the Paige and Chris world, the unthinkable starts to happen, especially when you start seeing those previews that they feature on while the episode is going on. First couple I want to talk about is Brianna and Vincent. They're not a perfect couple. Yes, they both seem to be in a place where they are trying very hard to find their, I don't want to say compatibility, but just trying to find a a common ground with each other. But at the same time, I'm wondering, is this relationship going to last? And I'll, I'll get into why, because of Vincent. This man gets irritable in such a short amount of time. They shared with each other. They're falling in love. They actually tell each other that they do. It seems that everything is going in a positive direction. So Brianna decides she wants to do something nice for Vincent. But then for some reason, it just turns out to be the opposite effect of what I guess she's anticipating when she wants to do these nice things for him. This week, she surprised him by going to like a ballroom dancing thing where they had like a teacher and he was teaching them all of these steps and what have you. I believe that she was a dancer. So she did this to expose him to her dancing world, but at the same time, showing Vincent, here I am, I want to learn about your culture. I want to be able to be involved with your family because, you know, Dominicans, when they go out and they party, they they play more of merengue than they do salsa music. That's more of like a Puerto Rican culture kind of a thing. And they love to dance like most Latin cultures do. We want to go out. We want to party. We want to dance. We want to have a good time. Here she is. It seems that she's opening up this door and saying, hey, I want to be able to dance with you. I want to be able to party with you. You could just tell by the look on his face that he is not happy at all. He's not having fun. He's complaining about sweating. And it's like, yeah, well, you're in a dance room. You're going to be dancing. You're going to be moving your body. Of course, you're going to want to sweat. And I don't know if it's because he was dressed up that he didn't like sweating in his clothes. I mean, I I have no idea. And of course, when she asked him what was wrong, he said he was irritated or he was irritable. I forget what words that he used exactly. But my thing is, is that instead of being happy, instead of looking at it like, wow, look at this beautiful woman who is doing everything 
to be a part of my life. He just totally took it the other way around. He was annoyed. He was irritated. He, I, I just get concerned. And again, it's, it's again, revisiting that foot in my mouth when his cousin was like, yeah, he just gets like super angry. Like he can get really angry. And I think it's more of that. He gets irritated at over anything. He doesn't explain himself why that is. He just says, I'm annoyed. I'm irritated. Well, there has to be some feelings behind that, Vincent, other than just being annoyed and irritated. And this is what I wrote in my notes. I don't know about this constant being irritable or irritated by every little good thing she tries to do. Why is he so uptight? And why does it seem when Brianna makes an effort Instead of looking at it like she's making a vested interest in him to what she's doing, like I said, it's like the reverse. It's like she's being vindictive. She can't joke. She can't take him out dancing. So what is it exactly is she supposed to do? Like, I don't even understand why Vincent just cannot get out of his own way. And like his friend said before in the weeks before episode, he doesn't want to lose a good woman like Brianna. And I agree. It's almost as if Brianna may be too good for him because he's acting like a damn fool. Stop being angry all the time. Overall, my concern is, is that this attitude of his is not good for any relationship because what happens is the communication breaks down why eventually would Brianna continue to appease him in some sort of way that she's doing everything in her power to make him feel comfortable? It just seems everything that she is doing irritates him. Now begs the question of why did Vincent want to get married? Was he really prepared to make a commitment to somebody else and have them in their life. See, I can only, again, I relate this from personal experience when I was with Shit Show. He, sh he, he showed a really good game of, I'm ready to make a commitment. But when real life happened, it was as if he lived in his own world. He still wanted to be himself like he was single, yet he didn't acknowledge that he was in a, in a partnership, in a relationship, so to speak. And it came to a point where I no longer was interested in making an effort of making him feel like we are in a relationship together. And that was just part of the reason why that relationship was doomed from the moment that it began. Of course, back then I was in denial myself because I thought, hey, maybe this is just a thing that he's going through. You try to figure people out, but if they're not communicating with you, there's only so much you're going to care about figuring out. You're not going to care anymore. You're just going to say, fuck it. You be in your own world and I'm going to move on. I'm living a better life without you. Let's move on to Eric and Virginia. 
Now, while this couple seems to be on the road to success, they still have the recurring problem. She has to deal with the fact that he's out for four days out of the week. His concern is, is that I don't want her to be out partying while I'm out those four days. And then when he did start his job because the man has to go back to work. I mean, I know he's on a reality TV show, but the idea is, is that they are supposed to start living their lives as a couple, which means incorporating all of the realistic things that's going on in their lives, like him supporting himself. I think that she had a issue where she didn't hear from him enough, almost as if I guess he didn't acknowledge like any calls or he just didn't call enough. So this was an issue for her. The other thing is, is that once Eric feels that he's gotten through to her, they're on this pathway of their getting along and they're on the same page, he starts to pull his walls up. He becomes extremely insecure and he throws those things at her like she is supposed to fix herself. Why did you do this? Why did you get married? And the whole age factor and just him putting all of these, I guess, unrealistic expectations on her and what he expects from her. And the thing is, is that they both need to find a trust factor within each other. It's very clear that they are both smitten with each other. I can't recall if they did tell each other that they do love each other, but it's it's very clear that they are very much into each other. And I really, really believe that if they can just stop with the insecurities, they can actually have a really successful relationship. They can definitely make this marriage work. Moving on to Clara and Ryan. Oh boy. I mean, I don't know about these two anymore. What seemed to have started off really nice and mature. Ryan has too much of his walls up. He's too analytical in this relationship. Because of that, he's going to kill this relationship and all the potential it has. He is not letting things take a natural course because he is not able to trust. And he uses all of these excuses. Well, it's going to take me some time to trust because, well, it's going to take me some time to do this because, well, I can't have sex because there's just too many excuses. And he's not realizing that his excuses is costing him the intimacy that Clara is looking for in this relationship. Now, she says that they do things. I don't know what those things are. We could use our imagination but the thing is, is that if they have not fully consummated the relationship in the traditional sense of what we understand of what tradition is when it comes to sex, how long is that going to go on for? You can't just not be half heart in a relationship or do things half assed 
because you have trouble trusting. There's a big problem with that. And I cannot, at this point, I cannot see them being in a relationship long-term if it's going to go on like that. If he thinks, well, I'm going to give it six months to a year, that girl's going to be out the door. She's not going to stay there if she's not going to get any sex. And I'm not saying that sex makes the whole entire relationship, but sex with your partner is very, it's a very important aspect of any relationship. And if it's not happening, why should she stay there? Sure, they could be great friends and get along. I mean, most friends that I know don't have sex with their friends, and he could be a great friend. But if he's not going to give himself his whole heart and learn how to trust, I really don't see this relationship going anywhere. And this is what I see is what's happening. The man said he's never fallen in love with anybody. So it makes me wonder the reason why, because he doesn't allow himself. It's almost as if Ryan is a mechanical person. And here he has this wonderful girl who is really into him. And it's like just another passing person who's involved with him. I'm so curious to know what his other relationships were like, who he went out with, how did those relationships transpire? Why is it that he has his walls up? I don't understand these people who are doing this whole psychology thing where they're finding these people that think that they're ready to get married. I don't think more than half of the couples that are in this show were really prepared to be married to have this arranged marriage, because that's what it is. It's not anything else. It's just another arranged marriage. I don't know what's going on here. Moving on to Haley and Jake. Here's another relationship that I'm going to say from the top. I don't think that this relationship is going to last at all. Haley and Jake, they're not having a good time. Even though she says, I really want to make this work. Her actions say something completely different. Well, I just need more time. I need you to be patient with me. Oh, I'm going to go upstairs and visit Paige. And then she spends like hours with her because you see them in the episode taking pictures and it's like 1230 at night. Clearly, this woman has zero interest in Jake. I think she even went at some point, she went and she bought him clothes. What do you think? Clothes is going to change who he is inside. It's going to take away the 80s from him. <laughs> it's not going to take anything away from who he is. For some reason, the people who put these, these couples together felt that they were a great match. And I think it's just another failure on their part that they're putting completely opposite people together that are not meshing. Now, from what I understand, and I think I said this before, I believe that these two were intimate and they did consummate their relationship. Why she had sex with him, if she's not really into him, I don't know. The same can say for, for uh, Chris and Paige. Why did he have sex with Paige if he wasn't really into her? And this whole magical shit that I'm not buying. 
at all. <laughs> that can go right out the window for me. If you're not into somebody, you're not going to sleep with them. So she could take all the time in the world. I don't think it's going to happen. That's just my own personal opinion. She seems to have more of a vested interest in developing her friendships with all of the other couples than she does with Jake. For me, it's like really fucked up because this guy is trying, telling somebody for anybody, it, it doesn't matter who you are, telling them that you're not interested in them or you're not attracted to them. That is very painful. That's not a great thing to hear. I remember I was dating some guy and we were dating for a while. Like we were friends and all of this stuff. And at some point, I was like, look, like, what's going on here? Because I felt like it was going nowhere. Are you interested in me or are you not attracted to me or you are? Just tell me the truth so I know where I stand. And he admits it. He's like, I'm not really attracted to you. And I'm like, OK, fine. Yay. Now we're moving somewhere so we can be friends. And that's that. Unfortunately, our friendship ended due to something stupid. but. At, at the end of the day, I for me, I was glad that he said something. I don't like being left in the dark. Did it make me feel bad? No, because I finally knew the truth. And that's what mattered. Unfortunately, in this case with Jake and Haley, because Jake has invested feelings, it's going to be painful for him. It will be painful for anyone who has invested their feelings into somebody and then they find out, well, I'm not really attracted to you or I'm not really that into you. I think Haley should just stop playing the games, stop talking about I need more time. Maybe she needs more airtime, but she doesn't, she's not interested in this relationship. That's the bottom line. And now finally, Chris and Paige. The episode starts off Paige had a conversation with one of his pastoral friends who I believe he married them. I'm not sure what this man was trying to achieve, but I felt like as I was watching, he was trying to convince Paige to give him another chance as if she should just excuse Chris's radical behavior of this whole back and forth thing with her. I'm into you. I'm not into you. I could fall in love with you, but I'm, I'm in love with my baby mama. I mean, just this whole back and forth thing is awful. On top of that, he tells Paige that he was engaged before, like before Mercedes. And she was like, oh yeah, he was engaged. Like, I don't know if she was trying to act like she already knew that information. Like, I'm not really sure. But for me, and for hopefully anybody else who's watching this, that we're slowly seeing, if we haven't already known Chris has commitment issues, and he also doesn't understand the value of relationships. If nobody is seeing that, I don't know what it is that you're watching. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And what makes me upset is that this pastor, I guess because he felt that he couldn't get through to Chris, he can get through to Paige. 
and that somehow all of this will be fixable. And it's not fair to put this woman in the line of fire into making her believe Chris deserves another chance. Here is the other thing, too, and this is my own personal shit, and everybody who knows me knows. When you're caught up in the religious aspect, uh, uh, well, I, I just got to follow the Bible, and I got to follow the Lord and what the Lord is telling me. No, no. Once again, no. Paige is a woman who deserves way better than some biblical text saying, it's okay if you get treated like shit. You're supposed to give people another chance. You're supposed to be loving and forgiving, but not in the ways that says it's okay for you to be stepped on. No, that's horrible. Who thinks that? Who dreams that up? And this pastor, he's out of fucking line. I'm sorry. I hate to put it like that, but it's true. He is out of line. For him to have this conversation with Paige was something that he should not have done. For me, I feel like he stepped out of bounds. He crossed the line when it came to that. Because when you think about it, okay, think about it like this. He is not friends with Paige. That's not his friend. That's not somebody that he met and he knew both Paige and Chris. And then Paige and Chris got together. Shit started to go wrong. That's not how it works. And for me, I wouldn't like if somebody came out of bounds and said, well, you should give person X another chance because they just have all of these issues going on and they just deserve a fair shot. Fuck no. Hells no. <laughs> Any other way I could say no? <laughs> and then on top of that, she blames Chris for having robbed her of this experience. It wasn't Chris. It, it, well, yes, Chris is a part of it, but it was the people that put him with her, that is also responsible. Because it's like, how could you not see? How could you not see that this guy was full of it and probably just trying to get on any show so that he could show his face? That's the way I look at it. Anybody going to tell me different, you let me know. Again, again, I talked about the whole biblical thing and where her mindset is and where my mindset is with all of that stuff. Because I don't, I don't believe in that, in the sense that I'm not going to let biblical text dictate my life on how somebody should treat me and then how I'm supposed to find forgiveness and keep giving a person another chance when I'm still going to get treated like shit at the end of the day. She decides to have a meeting with him, okay? Now she meets with him and he starts giving her all of this bullshit about how he felt the meeting wasn't cordial. Please, Chris, it wasn't that the meeting wasn't cordial. Is that Mercedes and Paige didn't sit there and fight over you because that's what he wanted. His ego wasn't being served. So in his mind, the meeting wasn't cordial. 
And he's as as he's talking all of this stuff and how all of these meetings are not meeting his egotistical needs. He didn't say it like that, but that's the way I'm saying it. She gets up and she walks out and tells him, I'm going to be straight up. You're wasting my time and you're pissing me off. And that's when I'm clapping. Yay. Go on, Paige. You go, girl. That's right. Get up and walk out. You don't put up with shit like that. And then what happens after the commercial break? It's almost like the celebration was short-lived. She sits back. She talks with him. Well, maybe we need to start all over again. Maybe we need to reintroduce ourselves. And they reintroduce themselves. What the fuck is this supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? Reintroduce yourself. Hi, I'm Paige. Hi, I'm Chris. Does that absolve everything that happened just a few weeks before? Does that absolve the fact that this man gets chosen for the show and he goes and he has sex with somebody else only to come back and say, well, I got her pregnant and then puts the girl in her face? This reintroduction is just yet again another piece of bullshit added on to this show. And I don't know why a woman, a well-to-do woman like Paige would sit back and take this other than this whole biblical text bullshit about, well, maybe it's supposed to be this way. Maybe I'm supposed to give him another chance. And then listening to this guy, who's not even her friend. He's Chris's friend. I'm so perplexed with this whole thing. I'm upset, (laughs) as you can hear in my voice. My phone rang in the middle of me expressing my thought, but... This is the end of the show because I really, I'm just, I'm done. I really am. I don't see why Paige would go and give this guy another chance. So this week is a new show. Of course, I'm going to be glued to my television watching. And with all that being said... (laughs) Before I close out, I would love to hear your comments. Go to maribelblueunfiltered.com. I will be posting this as a blog so that you'll be able to comment on this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening yet again. And always remember, be good to yourself, be good to each other, and most importantly, take care of you. Bye, everybody.